Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, welcome uh, to yet another show as half my show goes flying to the floor. Hang on. <laughs> okay, hi. It's uh, February 16, and uh, it's a Tuesday, so Susan should be there someplace. Susan? Hello? Susan's not there. Always a bad sign. So what will her excuse be today? She knew it. She was, Then she started reading something, and she lost track of time. Well, okay, we'll just let her go for a for a bit. Um, I think so. The weather, wow! I was ex- I was worrying about this big ice storm. It didn't did it, it didn't really happen, did it? <laughs> what did I miss? What did I miss? Anyway, dodge that one a little bit, uh, certainly, and uh, more coming on Thursday. God. Can't take it anymore. Sorry. Um, so uh, let me text her. I'm right here, dear. Don't call me dear. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I told you what happened, you'd reach through All the right. phone and strangle me. Okay. I was saying, I wonder what her excuse will be this time. You I were was- reading... What? I was I was looking at a picture of a dog. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I, that's what I said. She's reading something, looking at something, and lost track of time. Hey. Yeah. Um, hey, I, th- this has been sitting here, and I want to throw it out. It's on a scrap of paper, and I let me just do it to you. Okay. Uh, I mean, but you, you mean you literally, you want to clean your desk and throw it out, so let's read yeah. Re- yeah, okay, yeah. got it. So okay. if I... If I get it out there right now, um, I, I, I don't even know why I kept it. It's something that my son said maybe weeks ago. He happened to be here, and he said this thing. And at the time, granted, I was probably stoned. Um, at the time. I thought it was very funny because I thought it was like the kind of thing where I wrote it down. So that if I read it to somebody and said to that somebody, what do you think this person was talking about? It would be an interesting experiment. So you are going to now hear what I thought was worth. Throw Sam's words at me. Let me see what (laughs) I can do. (laughs) The question is what? Is he talking about? Okay. The fact that you know Sam might help you. I I don't know. But here is the sentence. If it's nobody I care about, I'm going to walk the dog. Well, it's who's um, either who's on the telephone or what's coming up next on the television. So, like, if he's watching a set of boxers or wrestlers and he didn't care about that team, he'd walk the dog. Or if, for example, he thought it was me on the phone and he didn't want to talk to me, he said, oh, that's <laughs> Susan, I'll take a walk. Okay. 
But don't you think it's a funny non sequitur? No, I think it makes perfect sense. Isn't that what he meant? Yeah. Of course. What else would he mean? <laughs> I mean, you totally nailed it. He was he was watching some awful wrestling thing. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> if it's nobody I care about, I'm only. I just to want you to know that Aunt okay, well, Susan knows her nieces and nephews. Yeah, I know that's true. So that that's good. Now I can thank God. I can throw, throw this that piece away. of paper away. But no, I thought that made perfect sense. And yeah, even if I couldn't nail it so totally, because it's to be fair, I do know that he drops by your house to watch wrestling. Um, not because he doesn't have his own TV. He just like no, to, he d- he, he doesn't, doesn't have no he he doesn't have um, oh, cable. cable. Got it. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, haven't you told him? And you guys haven't figured out how he can steal your cable online yet? Yeah, I think we did. And I think, look, he doesn't care. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't All right. Never mind. I, why am I helping right. him figure out ways not right. to spend time with his mother? Anyway. Yes, indeed. <laughs> if there's nobody I care about, I'm gonna walk the dog. Um. I mean, well, okay, so enough. Uh, you want to hear my good news today? Yeah. It was eight degrees when I walked the dog at 730 instead of eight below. That's good, man. That's, that's a 16-degree 16 16 spread. Wow. You bet. You know what's weird is it's warmer now in Green Bay than it is in Oklahoma. Yeah. They... I, this is an odd, odd. This really is odd. Well, you would always expect. I mean, right now the really frigid temperatures are south. Right. No, and all those big blizzards are like ending like across the street from our house. I'm not kidding. It is. <laughs> well, it's it's like the line somewhere. is the line yeah. is like within yeah. you know ten miles of the house, <laughs> and this is to the south. So we're it's getting weird. dustings here. Not to say we aren't getting snow, but we ain't getting ten inches. Yeah. And you bet it's gonna be it's gonna be in the teens and then it's gonna be in Jeez. the twenties. I mean I can I can only I can I'm I'm so used to wearing three pairs of pants and forty five sweaters, I don't know what I'm gonna <laughs> do. Um but I also would I feel terrible for all those millions in Texas. Oh, I do power. too because I mean, they're just not set up in any way. Well, no. Well, having having lived in the third world nation of Missouri, um, I was without power one summer or over the course of two years, I think it was, three times for more than five days Yeah, due to storms and yeah. uh, twice in the summer, once in the winter. Yeah, I remember and, you were always right. Power. Summer in summer in St. Louis means you're in the tropics without air conditioning. It was terribly unpleasant. But let me tell you, winter without heat without heat was untenable. My, we had a dog that was like looking for little pieces of sunshine, shivering in the sun. I, we just had yeah. to, you know, we had to pack up and leave. Well, I was worried last night because I thought we might get an ice storm and and it's not and blues. It brings me to a story, which I'm sure I've told a million times, 
but again, shows how I don't understand how anything works. Um, and it was in the early years of my marriage, and I was in Madison, Wisconsin, in our little home there, and it was an unbelievable ice storm. And uh, ice, like, you know, two inches piled up on all the branches and the two and the trees were groaning. I, 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 I'll never forget the sound. Yeah. Of like it sounds trees. like a ship. It sounds yeah. like ships uh, yeah. banging against <clears throat> each other. Right. Trees crying. And yeah. I, was, I was sitting in the house. I was by myself. And I was thinking, oh, this is so awful. This is so awful. And then um, I noticed I was getting really cold. So I thought, huh. And then I realized that it was during the day. I realized that there was no electricity and I kept getting colder and colder and colder. And I don't remember who I called, but I called and asked this question of somebody. Would my heat turn off if I had no power? No, no. Yes. No, oh. I, you know, I'm was, always like your power to, to, <laughs> to be willing to humiliate yourself. There does the electricity, my, my oh. question was, does the electricity have anything to do with my heat? So, yeah, this is how I learn. <laughs> so. That's well, good for you. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse what I said. Not not that your power to withstand humiliation is so great, but your willingness to learn is even greater. There you that. go. I understand <laughs> it now. I do. Oh God. So that th th this is how um, I learned. But it's why I was very traumatized, which is why I sort of did. You know, speaking of traumatized. Um. There's a line I read in a story, and it said this. This is the um, adjective that was used, and I found it very funny. Um, the polarizing cereal, and I mean like breakfast cereal. When would you expect the word polarizing <laughs> to be put in front of a cereal? And your bonus question, Susan, is which cereal would it be? Grape nuts. You are correct again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you I don't read know. the story? I, it's well, grape nuts. Grape grape nuts are in shortage. Oh, so you knew that. Okay, okay. I did not know that. So I just found out, and I wanted to share with my listeners in case they cared, that, well, if they cared, they know about it because you haven't been able to get grape nuts anywhere. You know, which is amazing to me because I always have a box of grape nuts because who eats them? I mean, I, I get them. I get them. <laughs> <laughs> they never People go away. Do. Even if you do eat them, they, you can only eat like a tablespoon of them, you know, because it is like eating uh, gravel. gravel. Yeah. yeah. But I often had grape nuts. I don't anymore. But I often had them because I would use them, yeah, to sprinkle over yogurt, yogurt or stuff like yeah, that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, and kids are brothers' choice of cereal, which is accounts that's right. for why so I do, eat. Do, yeah. do people like him?
do they pour a bowl of that gravel and then just put milk in it and eat it? Apparently. Okay. By the way, it doesn't have grapes in it and it doesn't have nuts in it. No, they're just shaped like grape nuts. I that that part does not bother me. I got lost at that part of the story. Uh, I never thought they were grape nuts. I don't think anybody did think they were grape nuts. Except I for never maybe, thought about it. And well, you Jessica just said Simpson shaped, might have thought they were. They're shaped like Susan. You just said they're shaped like grape nuts. And the question in my head was. Grapes have nuts? Well, they have little seeds. Yes, I know. I've eaten them, but it took me a while. I wouldn't call them nuts. No, but that's what they're talking about. Really? Okay. Anyway, yes, this is about the polarizing cereal grapes. <laughs> and um, the manufacturer... Why did they call it polarized? Because people hate it or love it. Yeah, because most people hate it, but the people who love it just... Love it. And they've been going nuts on all kinds of social media for the last few months. And uh, Post, which manufacturer, has come out with apologies and said they're trying to. They never explained what the shortage was. Um, but the story in the New York Times talks about this one guy who was on a quest. His name is David Hyman, uh, a marketing professional. Uh, he searched for months. <laughs> he followed the shortage on Twitter and Facebook. I mean, this was worse than the toilet paper, uh, you know, paucity. And the last part of the story is triumphant. He did not give up. And on January 30, he got lucky and scored two boxes at a Walmart in the Pittsburgh area. <laughs> <laughs> For all I know, he lives in, uh, you know, in Nevada. I don't know. He might live around here or not if he was looking everywhere. So anyway, where have all the grape nuts gone? Well, but here's the thing. I have several um, half boxes, probably stale, but I don't know how you'd tell. How can you tell if grape nuts so are stale? I'm willing, I'm willing to part with them at, uh, you know, a price. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there there might be a black market uh, uh, thing going on with them. All right. Well, let's see. Oh, one other little. Thought. I, I just have to do a few little things just because. Just and because by the way, I apologize, but it's a pandemic, and I read anything. I read everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I do too. I'm reading. Yeah. What else is there to do? Right. Exactly. Okay. Mm hmm. So let's see. Uh, oh, so also I do watch some television, but I don't watch until the evening. And um, I was watching Antiques Roadshow last night. Oh, I forgot about that. I love that show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And um, some guy came in with a, this, a banner, a big banner from a uh, American presidential election in the 1840s. It was an incredible condition. It was hand done. And um, he said it had been done by his great, 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 great grandmother or something and passed on and blah, 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 blah. And I didn't really hear anything after I looked at it and went nuts because what 
I saw on that banner, which had only a few words on it, was misused punctuation mark. <laughs> and then all you can, and then the room went silent, and your eyes became yeah. riveted upon the misplaced apostrophe. It wasn't an apostrophe. It was even right. more absurd. It what? was a period. And <clears throat> a period just showing up in the middle of nowhere. And I I thought, geez, I thought it was a recent affliction, relatively, that Americans didn't know how to use <clears throat> punctuation marks, especially the apostrophe. But this is from like 1840. And <clears throat> here's what it said in big letters. Polk, I guess that would be the guy who did win. Polk and democracy in big letters, period. Under that, against clay and aristocracy. So Polk and democracy against clay and aristocracy. What the hell is there a period after Polk and democracy? Well, there shouldn't be a period anywhere because it's not a sentence. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I went nuts. I went nuts. I started scribbling on paper, punctuation, exclamation, and I guess it was in my head because every President's Day I go nuts because, because of the right, because of, right, right. <laughs> and, um, you know, President's Day, <laughs> you could see either no apostrophe an apostrophe before the S, an apostrophe after the S. Where it properly belongs because... It either, that's proper or none. Well, either either it's a day named after president, <laughs> in which case it takes none, yep. or it is the president's <laughs> plural. The president's plural, plural where you put it after the S. Yeah. But we know it shouldn't be President Apostrophe S Day. No, but because they combined see, several birthdays to make President it was, Day. It used to be Washington's birthday. Right. Then they threw in Lincoln. Right. And then we got President's Day. Right. And I, the best thing I saw was uh, Robert Reich uh, said, hey, how about we just get rid of President's Day and instead make Election Day, a national holiday. That's a good idea. Well, the Republicans would be opposed to it, of course, because you cannot have a day that makes it easier for people to vote. That's true. But I have to say that um, I thought I, I, I was watching the effect of a four-day weekend upon parents who have been locked up anyway with their kids. And I yeah. thought, well, so what's the difference? Well, apparently there's a there is <laughs> there is there is I mean uh, I I was I was looking at somebody rubbing his head you know in exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know those of us who are don't have little kids or kids in the house, we don't have a clue of how these. This must have aged all these, uh, you know, 30 and 40 somethings. No, I'm having this romanticized tra la, how nice they get to spend time together. And then, you know, and, <laughs> and they're like, they're, they're, they're hanging by their, you know, their sanity's hanging 
on a thread. We right, and I it. used to be av- available. Okay, but I'm not. But okay, you're go not ahead. available now. No, we have a uh, caller. Hello. Well, then. <clears throat> Hello. Hello, kid sister Susan. Hello. Hey, um, I just thought this would be a good time since you guys were talking about looking at the dog or if it's not on TV and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to watch the dog. Have yeah. you guys seen, have you seen the chicken plays God Bless America? The chicken that plays God Bless America? <laughs> no, you've sunk to depths that we have not. <laughs> Wait a minute. Plays it on an instrument. On the piano. Oh, yeah, that's what I was assuming. Okay, he's pecking at the piano? Yeah, it's on. You can see it on YouTube. I think the show was America's Got Talent. I, I don't know. I don't watch them shows. I think that's what it was. There might these be a two girl, show, These two girls come talent. out with this chicken. Yeah. They say it's going to play God Bless America on the keyboard. <laughs> and they, they put the chicken up on the bench. And at first, it's like, you know, it's not doing it. So the people start booing their boo, boo, boo. And then the chicken turns around. And honestly, you have to see this to believe it. It plays God Bless America. And it does it perfect. And as soon as it hits the last note, it stops and turns around, and the audience is going crazy. <laughs> the audience that had just moments before booed a chicken. Yep, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I haven't so anyway, seen that. Yeah. Look it up on YouTube. Chicken okay. plays God Bless America. You'll <laughs> love it. Okay. It can't. Well, it can't make me laugh as much as the the cat lawyer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I that, that is the funniest thing I've ever. I, I can watch it five hundred million times, and I still just start belly laughing. Well, this isn't so much funny as it is amazing that he can okay. do this. Yeah. All right. You, you know, we're too. assuming. We're assuming. Okay, bye. And we're assuming it's a male. Why see what it, we Because do? it was. It was a man. And uh, what do you mean it was a man? A male. What? The person that was stuck behind the cat. No, 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 no. <laughs> I said we're assuming it's a male chicken. Oh. We well, do that. That's a rooster. A male chicken is not a chicken. I know, it's a, it's rooster. a rooster. So he and I were both using the pronoun. Here are pronouns again. What is that chicken's preferred pronouns that did the start? The, the God bless She. See, again, we're giving credit for a woman's work to a man. Yes, that's what I was thinking. You see how ingrained this misogyny is. All right, I got something else here. Let's see if you read this one. Yes. Let's see if you read this one. And it's a great idea. There are people now. Well, there are hotels that do this. Where you check yeah. into, yeah, of course. But is that not amazing? So here, guys, here's what. Yeah, how could they not have thought of this? Okay, well, tell I them don't what know. It is. You can you imagine? You can check in to a hotel room, like in your own town, some nice hotel in your own town. Check into the hotel. You show up around six p.m., seven p.m., and you show up with no suitcase. You don't need it. You get your room, 
You go to your room and you order room service. So it's you've got your own private dining experience. Well, it's 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 not quite. Well, it is room service in that it's served in your room, but it is their fine restaurant downstairs that instead of only serving three tables because of social distancing, this hotel took one of its floors. It took them a while to figure this out because it was logistically could have been a nightmare. And they put it, all the people on the floor and they redid these rooms as dining rooms. And they each had the mini bar was stocked with things that they would, you know, need themselves. And, and they would swap uh, cell phone numbers with their waiters so that, you know, they could avoid having the person come up and go down because there is, there is time. It takes a couple of hours. <laughs> and the waiter insists that, do not worry, we will always knock before we uh, enter the room. But you know, the rooms still have beds. They have yeah, beds. yeah. So you, yeah, yes, yes. So you could be having a multifaceted experience. That's right. Yeah. And, 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 and so for the price of, um, I believe this, this was in, where was it, in, in Baltimore or Washington, D.C. or something like that? Somewhere around. And... Um, <clears throat> And I guess there is a minimum. They're not going to do this if you don't spend. It was what over a hundred thirty dollars on the dinner. It was oh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's in addition to the cost of the room for the night. So this is obviously for people with disposable um, income or people that are just so desperate. You know, I. Um, I don't know. I was I was sitting around thinking the other day, you know, I guess everybody else didn't sort of just quarantine the way we did. Oh no. I mean, you were people, extreme. Well, I was uh, yeah, I because yeah. I because if I didn't want to be the one to kill our mother. I thought that I was, know. you know, yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. To me it was just like a no-brainer. Yeah. And everybody else is out and about. I mean, you can see how this pandemic is not going away. People in warm weather never stop doing everything. I know. A lot of people. A lot of people. Not not everybody. I mean, but it is. There's really differences in people's uh, um, ability to just do. Oh, wow. Barbara sent me some. What a blast from the past. Barbara sent me a sentence that's been diagrammed. Do you remember diagramming and could you do it now? I don't I, I forgot don't, how to I do don't, it. I don't I think I could I well it would take me a no. while. I used to love it. Oh, I, I did I too. Just love like, drawing the little lines too. and I, oh if So the subject oh this is wonderful. The the sentence is the Orange, I'm trying to figure it out here. The orange leaves fell slowly onto the ground. Wow. And I couldn't do it now. I could have done it as a kid, but I can't do it now. I loved that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now. Let's see what else I got here. Susan, here's one. I'll get. I'll get you. 
as we fantasize about the possibility of a president being arrested, <laughs> former or otherwise, I want to um, ask if you know which president was, in fact, arrested during his term. I never knew this, so you're now. So it's it's not Johnson, huh? I mean, first no, Johnson. no, no, no. Uh, it has to uh, be an. It has to be someone not in my own memory. Right, right. I don't. And know. it's around Johnson the first. Yeah, Buchanan. No, although he should have been. I don't know. Well, the only you got me there, Lynn. Good. The only sitting president ever arrested was Ulysses S. Grant. What for pro- public intoxication? No. Forget this. Speeding. Speeding with his horse and buggy. Yes. Did you know that there were speed? How would there even? I mean, there's so many things in this story that I don't even. I keep thinking, what? What? They handed out tickets for what? Running your horse too fast? Yeah, he was arrested by a D.C. metropolitan police officer for speeding with his horse and carriage. And and unlike certain other presidents. He uh, commended, Grant, commended the officer for doing his duty. The officer, and here's another weird thing here that blows your mind. The police officer who arrested him was uh, the one of the Metropolitan Police Department's first black Officers. Wow. A Civil War veteran named William West. I mean, try to even imagine. First of all, I'm shocked. I didn't know that they. So, wow. The D.C. police had a black police officers in right after the Civil War. And this one had the balls to stop the president. <laughs> of the United States for speeding. And according to accounts of the day, Officer West said, I don't know if he did, I am very sorry, Mr. President, to have to arrest you, for you are the chief of the nation, and I am nothing but a policeman. But duty is duty, sir, and I will have to place you under arrest. Now, that quote is bull, right? Yeah. But it probably appeared in a newspaper of the time. Well, which of course. Where, yeah. yeah, which is where it came from. Right. Yes. So um, anyway, there you go. Just just saying. It reminds uh, me, though, of the story, um, uh, and I can't find it now, of these, this uh, man uh, who uh, should have been given the uh, Medal of Honor for his yes. service in, you know what I'm talking about? Is this the story today in yeah. uh, the Vietnam, the, the, the black Vietnam, Vietnam. that's going to be 81 and that and, and whose 
and who everybody, you know, has since since the day that he, you know, fought alone with with a Vietnamese volunteers and and pinned down by hundreds of enemy uh, soldiers, figuring he was good as dead. He just started fighting. And he survived. Sprinting, listen, I'm just seeing this here. I didn't read it. Sprinting repeatedly into open ground to rescue other soldiers, refusing to leave the fight, even after being shot several times. He was immediately nominated for the Medal of Honor. But, oh, somehow, somebody must have said, but, but. He's black. Can't have this. No. I mean, so they a lost true they, hero. They, they, they lost the. Oh, somehow it slipped into a over uh, and over and over and over because people have not let this go. And you would think that sometime between then now. and now, it's fifty-six years. 56 years, you think that things within the armed forces would have changed, that they were willing yeah. to recognize yeah. the heroism of this American soldier. Unbelievable. It appears, it appears it's, on, it's on its way to happening now. Yes, yes. Which is why we know about it. Right. Thank God he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, do you have his name? Uh, um, his last name is Davis, but I don't, I, I don't have the whole thing here. Okay. His last name is Davis. I don't have it all here. Incredible. Roger writes, while talking about grammar is much more appealing than he who should not be named. Uh-oh, but you're going, this is what the knuckle-dragging conservative would incorrectly point at, at, oh, as elitism. Oh, it's elitist. Well, we yeah, it's elitist to have liked diagramming sentences. It's elitist to notice this extraneous period in um, a banner on Antiques Roadshow. It, all of that is elitist. So what is a synonym for elitist? Valuing education? Yeah, I guess. I guess right and wrong, correct and incorrect. <laughs> yeah, this this comes out of this comes out of, you know, this the the, the 80s when when or when it were in 90s when it was somehow incorrect to tell your little genius that they were spelling wrong. They were just being creative. Nothing was wrong, you know. Yeah, I remember. I think I think it was Best who came home from school and said something to the effect of, "Mom, the teacher told you know Jimmy that two plus three um, is six is an interesting answer, but it was wrong." <laughs> and I and I just want to say by using the word Jimmy, that's not. There's no way that a kid at that 
time. There were no Jimmies in classrooms then. So what is the name I want? Told, um, I mean, the name Colin. we give our I mean, Colin, Colin was, yeah, well, it's, that's, we, we, have a, have we, have a, we have a grand nephew named Colin, but that's actually a name from then. I'm thinking of my kids, my kids' friends' names. Tiffany. Tiffany. Heather. <laughs> Heather. <laughs> Tiffany. Harder to come up with boy names. Zach. Right. Max. You know, Sam is one that has hung on through thick and thin, right? Yeah. But Jane seemed to seems to have become, if anything, just a middle name. Right. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Um blah 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 blah. Uh wait a minute. I have other stuff. I have stuff. I'm impressed. Yeah. Well this is nice for me not having to deal with all this crap. Um Chuck writes. Oh, this is more serious. I wanted to mention the multiple censures and death threats against those Republicans who voted guilty at Trump's Senate trial. It really caught my attention yesterday when the chair of the Republican Party in Washington County told a news station, we did not send Toomey there to vote his conscience. We did not send him there to do the right thing or whatever he said he was doing. We sent him there to represent us. Oh. See, well, this is what happens. I just want to point out, when you give up commas and you let periods go whenever they want, <laughs> when, when rules cease to be rules, when wrong isn't wrong and right isn't right, you bet it's a slippery slope. You know, we also have Ron Johnson saying he didn't well, think it was much like an armed insurrection. You know, I mean, he, he might be the worst. It, it's just that he's so inept and clearly stupid that he doesn't have a higher profile. This is a senator from Wisconsin. He is just a Surely he's going to get beat. He's up for re-election. Yeah, I sure hope so. Jeez. God, Democrats have to go all out and get that seat. And speaking of this, yeah, this cancel culture that the Republicans are using on their own. Yeah, so let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, cancel culture. Man, they are the originals when it comes to cancel culture. So yeah, Kipsinger's half of Kipsinger's family. Yeah, I, that's who I want to talk about. This, this. Uh, I think he's so cute, and yeah, I know. Yeah, but normally we would have been appalled by him. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a, a tea, he's a tea partier, you no, know. He's but, against the Affordable Care Act. He's against abortion. He's against all, yeah. everything that I'm for. But he happens and, to be a patriot, a real one. Yeah, yeah. So this poor Adam Kinzinger who's uh, represented a uh, district outside of Chicago for uh, 12 years, um, received a two-page handwritten letter from his family, members of his family, in which, in part, they said that he was in cahoots with the devil's army. 
And here's another sentence. Oh, my, what a disappointment you are to us and to God. You have embarrassed the Kinzinger family name. Um, And they disowned him. Eleven members of the family uh, signed it. Um, And what he has had to say about that is, these are people who have suffered brainwashing. They've been brainwashed from conservative churches that have led them astray. And he says, I hold nothing against them, but I have zero desire or feel the need to reach out and repair that. That is 100% on them to reach out and repair. And quite honestly, I don't care if they do or not. I like this guy. Yeah, I, I like this guy too. And you know, and that's the point. We we can we can decide that we don't like anything that he we disagree with absolutely everything. Yet we can still see a man who has character and yeah. courage of his yeah. conviction. Yeah, and his convictions might be different, but they don't come from an evil, hateful place. And he's absolutely nailed uh, what's gone up what's happened to the Republicans. And it's it's in large part what has made him so disgusted and so queasy. And he said this, Republicans just fear. They fear the Democrats. They fear the future. They fear everything. And it works for an election cycle or two. But the problem is it does real damage to our democracy. Now, I don't know why he didn't see all this before, but he didn't, and now he does. And, um, I mean, this is an honorable guy. There's a few of them. Very few. But, you know, I thought Nancy Pelosi said it very well the the day, um, you know, after in the press conference after the impeachment vote, when she said, you know, when we're looking for people to run for office, we don't look for people that have no options. If they say to us, yeah, but I've got this offer over here and I've got I'd have to give up this over there. That makes us want them more because they have options. And she said quite correctly, apparently these people have no other options. Yeah, right. It's the only job they could possibly have. Oh, God. Well, and I don't, can can I ask why we aren't locking up that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene? I don't know what she, thank God I haven't seen anything from her other than her threat. She threatened the other, uh, the Republican. They go go and arrest regular folks for putting out online threats against public officials. They do that all the time. She does not get a pass. Yes, she does, apparently. She's something. And that is now the face of the Republican. The Republican Party is gone. And the the Kinzingers uh, who think they can somehow uh, save it I think are wrong. And then the more cynical McConnells who think they can somehow wrest control of it from 
these cultists and fascists and haters that have taken total control, they, they're wrong. It's gone. This is Trump's party. And all these other people need to start one of their own. Yep. And the problem with that is then you have a minority party that is now two minority parties. Yeah, well, oh, God, I I, I, I just, uh, I, yeah, I know. I mean, it's not our problem. I mean, if we can't well, capitalize it is on in some I ways, mean, it is yeah. in the sense that it's so right. bad for the country. Right. But the, we have, yeah, I'm ahead. sorry. Uh, Amy has told me the, the, uh, that extraordinary uh, heroic soldier is Captain Paris Davis. Thank Great you. name. And also we have a caller, I think, maybe, perhaps. Hello. Good morning, Glenn and Susan. Hello. It's Ella from Penn Hills. I wanted to call and tell you General Ulysses S. Grant changed his name. He was originally Hiram, H-I-R-A-M, Ulysses Grant, but he didn't want the initials hug. It was H-U-G. Yes. <laughs> So that's why he changed it. So his new middle name is Simpson, or was Simpson. Huh. And also, well, I wanted to ask you on the um, on telegrams, and you're sending a telegram that would say, yada, yada, stop, yada, yada, yeah, stop. Yeah. Well, the stop meant they didn't Period. have any punctuations. They, they didn't do punctuation. Right. They, they must not have had a, they didn't have a, a period. Oh. Okay, and also, uh, I wanted to uh, mention, uh, when I watched the uh, the trial, Magoose, and he said something, I th I'm almost positive it was him. He said something about personal democracy, and I thought that was so riveting because when you're, when you're walking down the street or you interact or anything, you're carrying that American feeling, that democracy, and just like you have a relationship with God, you have a relationship with your government, and you should uphold for the best you know how. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for by the way. Thanks for bringing his name up. He was very. They impressive. were all each and every one. Everyone of them was, was everyone. just to have me each of them several times, either cheering or in tears. Yeah, and feeling rock star. So yeah. damn proud of my country. Right, right. Exactly. And I, you know, and I never had seen before this Jonah Goose. The son of Eritrean immigrants, the first African American uh, uh, to represent Colorado um, in Congress, and then this amazing uh, Virgin Islands delegate. Oh yeah, Stacy Plaskett. Jeez, well, I mean, she's my he, new. She's my new hero. You know? Yeah. And you know what's funny is, you know, you never know when people are just standing there. But after it was all over and they having a news conference or something, my God, she towered over all of them. She's got to be six feet tall. Probably. She's she's rather she's magnificent in yeah. all ways. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. So um, anyway, yeah, those are two breakout uh, stars that we were introduced. I to. guess you know what I think is interesting is that 
we uh, is that so many of us have favorite moments where we can quote you know out of it out of an impeachment trial that these people were so eloquent yeah and had and so clearly were saying what was in the hearts of so many Americans and saying it for us in in such a thank you satisfying way um you know i i'm just i was filled with awe and i it's like who when would you have people you know calling up and saying my favorite moment my favorite you know this is they were really something yeah it was it was extraordinary and that they could put forward such a clear indictment of this man and the cowards, the spineless, terrified cowards would acquit. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Hey, Ella, thank you. If you're still yeah, there, thank thing. you. Oh, I okay. wanted, you, you were looking for things to do. And there's a gentleman, Gershwin, it's G-E-R-S-H-O-N, Watchell, W-A-C-H-T-E-L. He plays the piano every day at 2 o'clock from Jerusalem. It's a great concert. <laughs> well, that's not where, do I see, where do I see him? On well, he's on, on, on uh, you have to, he's online. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, look him up, and he probably is posting his concerts. A lot of people are doing that. You can. Yeah. There's a lot of free, wonderful stuff to see. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, okay. Thanks. You're welcome. I'll, I'll, that's all. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Ella. That was quite quite a cornucopia of of uh, of stuff that you threw in here. Here's a quote from uh, Plaskett uh, afterwards. Um, Vice President Pence, Trump's own president, came after him Vice and tried president. to assassinate him. Oh, yeah, and right. we still okay. haven't ha heard a word from Pence. What does that tell you about their fortitude, their loyalty, not only to the Constitution and the American public, but to their own sense of honor? And if I may put this out there, their manhood. <laughs> no, the, the Republicans with the, the biggest balls uh, in the House are women. That's right. And also Liz, Liz yeah, Cheney Liz to Cheney, no one. <laughs> no Liz Cheney and uh, this, I'm, I'm, I'm black, Herrera, what's her name, from uh, Washington State who at the last minute came forward and yeah. said, hey, if you're a patriot, now's the time. To talk, right. Yeah, and now she's being threatened by. Now she's being canceled by the yes. Republicans who yes. hate cancel culture. Yeah. You know, you would think that that they would just every once in a while be embarrassed to be caught so clearly doing exactly what they always and only accuse others of doing. I mean, but they don't ignore it doesn't matter. They Susan, it obviously doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. They just keep moving on. 
Well, here's the thing. It matters to more and more and more of us. So, uh, man, those those midterms are just around the corner. We got to we got to make sure that we got good people running against a lot of people. God, I hope people are stepping up. And Purdue Uh, just said he's running against Warner. Oh, boy. Oh, no. They'll, they'll, and Warnock has to run again. Uh, yeah, Warnock has to run again, and Purdue is running against him. Uh, but, you know, I got to say, I thought um, if Ossoff knocked off Purdue, I think Warnock would have an even easier time of. Well, but the Republicans off. have uh, time, and they're using it to um, to change the voting uh, laws. They're going to try to correct uh, some of what allowed so much uh, minority participation. And they're not alone. I mean, that's happening all over the country with these Republican legislatures. They are doing what the only the only way they know how to they think they've been put in power to keep to others cheat. out of power. Yeah. yeah. Well, just to keep others out, not to not to create to legislation their viewpoint as the only viewpoint that's what it's they're doing just amazing if you would ask them like why are you even what is the purpose what what are republicans offering anybody just you mean other than lies because we now know yeah. we have proof positive that 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 americans do only do well under democrats and yeah. only do poorly under republicans yeah that we see. I brought that up yesterday, too. You know. I mean, we've known that. that somebody actually crunched the numbers. It's, um, it's something. It's really something. So I got an obituary of the day. Oh, Reggie I always jo- I always like it. I always like it when it's time to talk about death. Lynn, who, who are we talking about today? Reggie Jones. The longest-serving lifeguard at Jones Beach, even okay. though it's, it's not that's just a coincidence. That's in uh, on Long Island. Yes, it is. He ha- was a lifeguard for 64 years, saved over a thousand people. Isn't that amazing? It really is. Well into his 70s. He astounded his fellow lifeguards by passing the notoriously demanding recertification tests. He was, uh, every New Year's Day, he'd let a polar bear swim in the frigid waters there. He, uh, I'm looking at a picture of him. What a hunk. I mean, and this is a hunk when he's almost 80. God, just amazing. And he enjoyed showing off his ability to bang out one-arm push-ups and one-arm pull-ups with his legs extended horizontally, just to make it harder. Never had a formal swimming lesson. Reggie Jones, ladies and gentlemen, just saying, a life well lived. Speaking of dead, Susan, I'm yeah. sorry, but you reminded me of something, <laughs> of this, the fact that Microsoft has put in a patent application for, for some, uh, you know, uh, software, I guess. Yeah. 
that would allow a person to have a loved one reincarnated kind of as a in a you know how they they would take existing stuff and you could actually talk to this uh, recreation the voice the mannerisms the physicality well, how creepy is that right. how creepy is that you know and and to what end i mean i don't know just because it's because scientists have this one problem and it's they never answer the questions just because you can should you but i don't even understand what comfort that would be you know because it's not real i mean i guess there obviously there's a whole lot of people in this country that don't care whether things are real they just believe them to be so but you know let's just i mean using my husband as an example giving me a um like a hologram a hologram of eric with eric's voice talking to me as eric would talk to me would do nothing except make me feel worse i would think so too the object is not to not deal with the loss well that's exactly grief counselors are reacting to this and saying this is really a bad idea this is a bad idea it would keep people from dealing with the reality of the loss people are very i mean i think these are these things are all done by people who haven't actually experienced loss so they don't know what the hell they're talking about it's like it's uh you know it's like people that yell at me for not dating for example that don't <laughs> understand now, who would that be no i can't imagine this I, more uh... than, believe me more than one this is not this is not limited to one person. Um and 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 to me and I was talking to another widow friend of mine and we were we were commiserating about this about how people don't understand that you don't want a man. You yeah. want your man. Your man. And that doesn't change. So this is the same so this is the same thing. I don't want a picture of that man i don't want a make-believe thing i i want to deal with the fact that he's not around and then live my life in spite of it that's the healthy thing to do but it doesn't look the way other people think it looks i'm just saying that anybody that would be comforted that well the, you know maybe i shouldn't say that there are people that like to stuff their dead animals you know that wouldn't do a damn well i was going to say either. there are people who do that there are people who clone I was just talking to somebody who knows of a woman who cloned more than once. I think it was a a dog or a cat. I mean, seriously, what kind of craziness is that? Yeah, well, it's craziness. Well, it, it bespeaks an inability, again, which we now are sadly become aware of, of how many people if they don't like reality really don't have much of a problem <laughs> cloning, 
creating a new one. Yeah, just an alternate one. And it's yeah. Uh, True. And I don't, I don't understand how that's possible, really, because uh, again, part of the grief process is, at least the first time you go through a terrible, terrible loss, is bargaining. You find yourself bargaining with, you know, whatever, with God, with whoever. If I just do this, or if I do that, can I wake up and change what happened? Um, Subsequent losses, you know, that doesn't work. But that is your brain just refusing Mm -hmm. to be able to get near the reality. But the healthy thing, the proper thing, the only way to actually move forward is to accept that reality mm-hmm. True. so i don't understand uh you know yeah i think people should just uh tell these people to go away you know there are reasons to have you know those holograms like with the uh what they're doing with uh holocaust survivors that makes sense yes boy that does that is amazing but I still remember my son reacting with astonishment and and derision when he saw it. And like he cares about Fred Astaire. He doesn't know Fred Astaire. But there was a commercial where they used Fred Astaire dancing. And instead of Ginger Rogers, they put in a vacuum cleaner. It was a commercial. Fred Astaire was dancing with a vacuum cleaner. And I remember Sam being stunned that anyone who guarded his image would have allowed. Well, I feel the same way about it. I find it hard to believe that they did. They did. Look it up. Fred Astaire and the vacuum cleaner. It's unbelievable. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. All right, Suze, I think we pretty much done did it. Did we? Yeah. A a whole hour of talking about absolutely nothing. Don't you love it? Yeah, I do. And now you go and and you're going down into the basement and punch somebody, right? I am. I'm going down to the basement and I'm going to punch away. Good. Well, okay. Say hi to mom. I will. I'm exhausted just (laughs) okay but think of how good you feel after afterwards i go i'm good for a week okay there you go all right hey thanks thank you bye okay bye bye okay you guys that was that was our respite we'll jump back in tomorrow with both feet okay stay warm stay safe and i'll talk to you tomorrow bye Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.